and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share teachings titled Anointing Blessings. In this session, I want to share scripture from the Holy Bible that tells us what these blessings are and encourage us to seek God for these blessings. These blessings of God, God's anointings are happiness, protection, and empowerment. God wants us to have these blessings because happiness from the Lord, protection from the Lord, and empowerment from the Lord is different than any other power source in our life. I say this because Satan will try to imitate the anointing of God but cannot sustain itself due to his ability to fail and due to his evil character. There is no failure in God and there is holiness in God. God's anointing blessings cannot be weakened and will help us to enter his life of wholeness and service unto him. Dear hearts, having the anointing of the Lord is like having a medicine that ministers to areas of our lives that are sick. It empowers us to flow into his plan of life and ministry for him. I want to start out by sharing what the word anointing can mean in the Holy Bible. It means to smear or rub with oil typically as a part of a religious ceremony. Secondly, it ceremonially confers divine or holy office upon a priest or a monarch or a leader by smearing or rubbing with oil. It is a symbol of being chosen for service unto the Lord or unto the people. These Meanings can be seen in both Old and New Testament scripture. One Old Testament scripture is Leviticus 8, 1 through 3, and verse 10 through 12. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, the anointing oil, a bull as a sin offering, ten rams, and a basket of unleavened bread, and gather all the congregation together at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Verse 10, and also Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and consecrated them. He sprinkled some of it on the altar seven times, anointed the altar and all its utensils and the laver and its base to consecrate them. And he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. Now, beloved, in this scripture, Moses smeared oil on everything that was in the dwelling place of the Lord. God had told them to set up a structure for him to dwell in. The scripture shares with us the dedication service of this dwelling furniture unto the Lord. In this service, Moses smeared oil on the altar where they would kill animals as a sacrifice unto the Lord. They smeared oil on the lavatory or laver used for 
water to daily clean the feet and hands of the priest. This cleaning was performed prior to the service, after the altar sacrifice, and before the entrance to the sanctuary. Lastly, Moses poured oil on Aaron's head as a sign of consecration. In other words, to help explain what consecration means, you got to think of the word to bless and to ordain. You see, the pouring of the oil on Aaron's head represented his placement by God to serve in his dwelling place. The oil represented the blessings of God and his call in their lives to work for him. Aaron's anointing with oil represented his call by the Lord to serve him in his dwelling place. Now it is important to note that the anointing was not in the oil, but it was a symbol of God's empowerment for Aaron to serve him. Now for the rest of the session, I want to focus on the blessing of empowerment that we can receive from the anointing of God in our life to serve him as well. You see this anointing blessing of empowerment in the life of Christ. Christ said this about his life in Luke chapter 4 verse 18, 19. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Because he has anointed me to do what? To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of the sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable, the acceptable year of the Lord. Now the same truth was restated in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost with, and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Now, a great message from both of these scriptures is that the anointing of the Lord in Christ manifested itself with empowerment to bless those around him. It empowered Christ to preach the gospel to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captive, give sight to the blind, set at liberty those who are oppressed, Proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Healing of all who were oppressed by devils. This empowerment came from the Holy Spirit. God anointed Christ by giving him the Holy Spirit. Now, after Christ left the earth, he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit as well to finish the work he started. You see this in uh, John chapter 14, verse 15 through 18. Where Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter or helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Now this scripture lets us know that all Christians are anointed. Chosen for a specific purpose in furthering God's kingdom. You see the same truth in 2 Corinthians 1, chapter 1, verse 21, 22. It says, 
Now which he which establisheth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. Now you see in the scripture the reason we need this anointing. It's, it's for our empowerment to use our spiritual gifts in service to one another. You see this also in 1 Peter chapter 4, 7 through 11. It says, but the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift. Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Now in this scripture, we're encouraged to serve each other despite the shortcomings that we see in one another. This text implies that we are full of sin and may not deserve service, but need service and ministry. Dear hearts, sometimes we are called to serve people who hurt us. God will ask us to serve the people that hurt us because of their sinful nature. We all must agree that this takes what you call fervent love, which is Referred to in this text I just read. Fervent love is intense. It's sincere. It's heartfelt, passionate love. It is not based on how a person that needs our service makes us feel. But it's based how we feel for the person that needs our service. This type of love comes from. One of the blessings of God's anointing in our life. God's anointing empowers us to love the unlovely. And give relief to those that hurt us. You see the same truth spoken to a young minister. Called to pastor a church. By Paul. Paul told Timothy this in 2 Timothy 1. Verse 6 and 7. He says therefore I remind you. To stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying of my hands. For God has not given you, Timothy, O church, a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You see here uh, in this text that how Timothy was ministered to with the laying on of hands. The anointing upon Timothy, the same as Aaron was in the scripture in Leviticus, where the smearing of the oil, he was anointed with oil. Oil was poured upon him as a symbol of God's anointing, the empowerment of him to minister to the people. And I want you to know this today, that when you receive the Holy Spirit into your life. It is the anointing 
and power of God in your life to love those that are unlovely. It is the presence and power of the Lord to love people that have hurt you. I love sharing this truth today because we are surrounded by people that can and will hurt us. Does that stop the flow of God's anointing to bless those people? No. Those people need love as much as you need love. And as ministers of the Lord, full of the anointing of God, we've got to go to God for healing. And as he heals you, I'm a witness, he will allow you to heal the person that hurt you. He will empower you to embrace them in love and challenge them to live a life they never planned to live. Beloved, you can do it. God's anointing will empower you to love those that hurt you. Well, beloved, I've got to go. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you next week.